Yeah, we're doing a, uh, maybe a little bit different today because usually we have bonafide uh, beloved classics. And, and this is uh, what I might kind of consider a little bit of a forgotten classic because uh, it was uh, a film that people sometimes don't remember. Uh, but when they do remember it, they loved it. Or, or, or uh, And that is The Right Stuff from 1984. And as you mentioned, it's a historical drama uh, dealing with the development and the selection of the Mercury astronauts. And it was released February 17th, 1984. It was directed by Philip Kaufman, written by Philip Kaufman and Tom Wolfe, based on his book uh, of the same name. And it stars a who's who uh, of many uh, great actors uh, that were pretty unknown at the time and went on to, to uh, uh, different levels of success. Sam Shepard, Scott Glenn, Ed Harris, Dennis Quaid, Fred Ward, Barbara Hershey. Um, and uh, like I said, uh, many of those actors gained fame afterwards, but it, when this came, the movie came out, they were really no big names. But those are five Oscar nominees in that list. Uh, I, I left out uh, Jeff Goldblum as well. Um, the film won four Oscars for sound editing, sound effects editing, and original score. It was nominated for Best Picture, uh, for Best Supporting Actor for Sam Shepard, and Cinematography and Art Direction. So it was very well received critically. It just was a bit of an, uh, uh, kind of an unexpected box office failure. Uh, it initially didn't do all that well in the theaters, but it, like I said, it, it was a forgotten film. It kind of became a sleeper after word of mouth got out about the quality, and it gained a larger audience moving forward <clears throat> theatrically. Uh, but by the time the film got uh, to the, the video rental boom of that time, it got kind of huge. And uh, in the early to mid-'80s and by the 90s, it was considered a classic. So uh, for those who have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. For those who haven't seen it, uh, maybe this is a good time to check it out. But uh, as I said, it's a, it's a very well-received film. Uh, it was on Roger Ebert's list of great movies. Um, the, uh, Tom Wolfe himself, the writer of the book, wasn't real happy with the film because he felt it, it made too many changes to his book. But, um, you know, like I said, uh, critically, it did pretty well. Joe Fortunato with us. The movie is the right stuff. And, Joe, you touched on a pretty nice cast put together for this film. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the, the producers actually discouraged the cast from contacting the real people they were portraying. Um, and Dennis Quaid actually reached out to uh, Gordon Cooper, who he played, uh, after learning that they only lived a few miles away from each other. And the two actually became friends. Uh, and Cooper encouraged Quaid to get his pilot's license in real life. And um, another one who uh, kind of broke that rule and, and, and met his counterpart is Scott Glenn, who acted or elected to meet Alan Shepard, who he played. And uh, Scott said he wanted to get down Shepard's character and nuances um, by, you know, hearing others' points of view. And after the filming, the real Alan Shepard uh, wrote to the writer and director and commented on Scott Glenn's uh, role as being spot-on performance, uh, except for, quote, not being nearly as good-looking as I am. <laughs> so uh, a, little humor, a little astronaut humor there. And the astronauts are very competitive, as were the actors. Um, there's a, a scene in the film where they're uh, testing their lung capacity, and people who've seen it might remember. Uh, so they, there's a, uh, the seven original Mercury astronauts need to blow into individual tubes to keep those toy balls suspended in a beaker. You've seen that. Yeah. And, it, and they end up in a competition of physical stamina. 
Uh, and that happened on screen, but it also happened in real life because the seven actors portraying the astronauts actually competed with each other uh, to do the same thing. Um, Ed Harris had to audition twice for the role of John Glenn. He played, Senator, uh, well, future Senator John Glenn, but astronaut John Glenn. Uh, it was uh, actually it, he didn't really have to. It was excuse me. It was him who insisted on a second audition because he didn't really feel that uh, the reading on his first part was good enough. And after a second reading, he got the part. Uh, the irony uh, sort of is that Ed Harris uh, playing John Glenn in the right stuff would later appear in another uh, favorite astronaut movie, Apollo 13, where he plays uh, flight director Gene Kranz. That's real good. I, I forgot about Ed Harris and Apollo 13. I just watched that movie a couple of weeks ago. So this thing wasn't a box office smash, but was really big in the rental scene. And, of course, I thought this game, this movie as well, Joe, when you go back in time, really hits the importance. I don't want to necessarily say the space race, but it really was leading into the space race of the 60s to catch up to say, with the speed where some of the other countries, mainly Russia, were already at. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, we tend to f- focus our history a lot more on the Apollo astronauts because yeah. they went to the moon and such. Uh, but, uh, you know, the Mercury astronauts were really the pioneers here. And that includes uh, test pilot Chuck Yeager, uh, who wasn't technically a Mercury astronaut, but was part, was part of this film. Um, and, uh, in fact, Sam Shepard, uh, who played the legendary Chuck Yeager in the film, was actually afraid of flying in real <laughs> life. Uh, some other fun things. Um, there's a vo- the voice of President Dwight D. Eisenhower in the film, and that is actor-comedian uh, Kevin Pollack, who some people might know and love. Um, there was some concern. We talked about Ed Harris and, and John Glenn. There was some concern when the film was released that it would help propel John Glenn uh, into the presidency. Because he was a U.S. senator then, uh, and he was talking about, actually, he was running for president. Um, And Newsweek magazine even had a cover story about it. Uh, And he ran for president in 1984, but, of course, he lost the uh, Democratic nomination to Walter Mondale. Another little uh, fun fact for football fans out there, uh, Hall of Fame uh, and Cincinnati Bengals lineman Anthony Munoz has a tiny cameo appearance in the film as a nurse. Uh, And his voice is actually dubbed over and to create the the space uniforms for the mercury astronauts the costume designers used silver fabrics and other materials that was left over from get this costumes for singer and actress share 